Welcome to Impact and Chill, the John and Aaron project. My boy over there flexing on everybody. What's good, mate? Uh, the conversation we have just had before this uh, recording started, man, I'm, ooh, I'm full with a whole heap of emotions. Um, I'm, I'm just pumped to get this conversation flowing. So, um, and man, it, it's going to tie into everything that's happened since the uh, the start of the year. Probably listening to this in uh, no, late Feb. Um, you know, we're recording this the uh, third week in January. Um, so yeah, it's fresh. It's the start of 2024, and I hope everyone's just you know kicking goals. Um, but I will let you say before we even bring in the uh, the title of what we're going to be talking about is. Um, there's, there's studies that are done all over the world with, you know, this whole New Year's resolution bullshit. And, you know, people know my opinion on that, which is fuck your New Year's resolution that it takes after they set that New Year's resolution. 12 days later, it's out the fucking door. Gone. Gone. So if you're one of those people that your New Year's resolution is gone, what the fuck are you doing? And if you're one of those people, very few, because there's a small population that keep going with it. If you're still on path and you're still on target, go fucking you. Go you. So, man, I'm pumped to have a conversation about uh, this topic, bro. How about yourself, man? What's good with you? Well, I'm definitely grateful because of this week and how this ties into our title because it really does open my eyes. It seems like each week I get new ideas, new situations that I get put in front of that really help me keep my mind in check and remember why I do what I do on a daily basis. So I'm for that, I'm so grateful because it really does help me step into this power, the superpower, if you will, that has not been there before. So it's, it's all good, man. For me, it's just, it's that kind of a week and I have a lot to say and you know what i would say this just get the tissues ready because there'll probably be some of that as well because i just know where i'm at this week i definitely have a whole heap to talk about my friends so uh, buckle up i'm gonna grab some fucking water but buckle up people (laughs) (laughs) all right so with that being said let's talk about this title the title for tonight is living in regret man um, I, I actually had, uh, I mentioned to this, uh, to you when we were having that conversation offline, but I'm going to bring it into the podcast. And, um, most of you know that my father passed away about eight years ago now. And, um, you know, his anniversary of his death was the, um, 20th of December. And yeah, I, like last year was eight years and I'm like, holy fuck, eight years. That's gone really fast, like really fast. But I do recall, like it was yesterday, you know, I was um, on his uh, deathbed for uh, for two weeks prior to him passing. Um, and about three or four days before he passed, I actually asked him a question. And I actually asked him, I said, do you have any regret? And he didn't answer it. He didn't answer wow. it. He didn't answer it straight away. Um, and he didn't answer it. And I think there was a, and, and because there was a stalling, I know that there was a regret. And at that time, naturally for me, it's like, okay, I need to now start looking at a legacy. I need to either, um, you know, 
carry his legacy on or create my own. And that's where I come from when it comes to, you know, legacy wealth, uh, create and leaving your legacy behind. Like, you know, all of these things that you want to instill into your kids to, so they can, you know, learn from not only your mistakes, but also you're instilling legacy into them that they can carry that on through, you know, the next generation. And I always said that, um, when my time comes and, you know, reality people, we're all going to fucking die. And the hard reality is that uh, we don't know when, um, hence this, the topic of this conversation, um, that I did not want to get to my deathbed and have regret. You know? Damn. Aaron, I have a lot to say about this tonight, brother. And I'm going to tell you why. In order for us not to have regret, it's living our best damn life right now. That's what we're doing. We're, we're in a state right now that there's all these ideas that we have, right? I, I just said this this morning to some people. We have all these good ideas. Everything's a good idea. I should do this. I should start a podcast. I should start running more. I should go to the gym. I should, should, should right? All of these things are great ideas, Aaron, but I'll start next year. You know what? I'll start next month. And bro, I'm here to tell you, man, that the amount of stories that go along with this, where we go back to regret, right? Because a tragedy happens. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to bring something in here that I wasn't sure if I was going to bring in here, but I'm going to bring it in here. Okay. So, so bear with me on this, but about two weeks, three weeks before uh, the passing of my son, him and I had a conversation. And in that conversation, we sat down and he was telling me his plans after high school. And, and his plan was to get a trade. He was going to get a trade. He was going to go and he was going to be a plumber. He's, he's so good with his hands. I mean, he, he was just, you give him a puzzle and he'd put it together without even looking. And he, I mean, he was good with his car. He lift up the hood and man, he was golden. He's good old YouTube. And he said, dad, I want to get a trade. I'm not, I'm not college material, but I want to get a trade. And so Aaron, this three weeks before he, before, before things would, would turn and brother, this is what I'm talking about. I had all kinds of plans for him. I knew he was going to take over the damn world. That's how fire he was. He is, excuse me. Three weeks before that, we had a vision for him. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen, bro. And I think the reason why I get so 
Um, you know, I, I think the reason why I just get so fired up about this topic is because now that I know that I must carry on a legacy for Jada Nash. In order to do that, I must live my best damn life to honor him, to honor my family, to honor me. But bro, when you say to me, you have these plans. What, what guarantee is it that you're going to be able to carry out these plans? Why do we think we get next year, Aaron? Why, why do we think that? Because we got last year. I hear so many people in this month talking about all these plans, all this stuff they're going to do this year. And it's commendable if you have a, an action plan. Commendable if you're doing the work every day. Like, like Aaron said, go you. But one day, we don't know what day it is, like Aaron said, it's going to be our last 24 hours. And my question to you is, are you using that 24 hours exactly how you want to? Like, bro, I've heard this question before. I mean, on podcasts, on audios, on reels, this was your last 24 hours. How would you spend it? And everybody would be, oh, here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. Why the fuck? Why would you not do it right now? Why does it have to be, Aaron, why do we have to get to a place where now we're faced with this? Why can't we just live our life the way we want to right now? What's stopping us? This mind up here is stopping us. The overthinking, the I, I'm guaranteed all of this. To, I, yeah. Yeah. Take your time, bro. I know you got a lot to say. You know, bro, I just... This life is way too short for us to think that we have endless days to do what we want. And so my advice to all of you listening out there is if you have something on your heart that you want to do, go do it. Stop planning. Stop thinking that you have all of this time because you don't. None of us do. I'm no special or better than anybody else. I have the same timeline as everybody else. We just don't know when it is. So for me, bro, let me take the, let me, let me, let me just take a breath here. Here's what I'm going to say. The reason why I live my life the way I do right now, the reason why I reach out to people and tell them that I love them, the reason why I must talk to you every day is because I want to make sure that there's never a day that goes by that somebody didn't hear me say, I love you. Bro, I'll never not get on a voice note and say, Aaron, brother, fucking love you, man. I hope you have a great day. Because guess what? 
that's the last time you hear my voice, bro. Mm. Then you knew that I fucking love you. Same thing with everybody in my circle. So same reason why I send my wife a love text in the morning. Same reason why I tell my daughter I'm proud of her. Same reason why people in my circle need to know who the freak loves them is because why do we feel like I can, oh, I'll tell them next week. No more of that. Mm. I'm living my best damn life every day and everybody will know it because I, that's all we get. And, and I, I love that, bro. So as my voice shakes here, I knew it was going to get emotional because I don't want to live in regret. I want to know that every conversation that I needed to have, I had. And everything that I'm planning on doing, I'm doing it daily, right? I'm taking the steps daily because I have, yeah, it's good to have goals, Aaron. You know that. Mm. Hell yeah, man. Have a, if you want a vision board, that's fine. Have a vision board. Me personally, I would rather not spend time creating a vision board because the time I'm spending on that vision board can be spent in action. If I know that I want to level up in Monette and I want to have a Cadillac by June, well, what am I doing today? Am I putting it up on a nice little board, that picture of a Cadillac? That's great. That's a great reminder. But what action am I putting behind it? And I'm going to even say one more thing, Aaron. I, I'm taking up a lot of this podcast. It's just I have a lot to say today. It's all and, fucking and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this, Aaron. There's some people in my circle from last year when I was really, really heavy, heavily drinking. And uh, last March, um, when when I was talking to them in that bar, <laughs> this is going to sound cool, but same time, kind of funny. I said in that in that bar, getting drunk, I should start a podcast. I need to start a podcast. Oh, you know what would be cool is if I started a podcast. That was back in March. Impact and chill was not even a thing at all. And what was I doing with everybody else? Getting drunk, thinking it would be so cool, right? I kicked alcohol on May 1st. Hmm. What happened on June 1st? Impact and chill began. Aaron and I would get real on June 1st. And, and fast forward to just last night where this same group of people were at the same bar inviting me out to go hang out with them. And the answer was no, I'm not going back there. That's not where I'm headed. I absolutely will not choose that path again. And to me, the point that I bring up to that is not to put anybody down to each their own, but to say this, you can remain in the same exact spot and think that you went so far in one year. Mm -hmm. Wow. And bro, I just, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's where it's at. Everybody lives the same life over and over, year over year, and think that they've made all this progress, mm. yet they're in the exact same spot. So for me, I just know that I'm living an entirely different life than I was last year. And I plan to do it for every day that I get to get up in the morning. I will 100% make sure I live a better life than the previous day and take that much more action to ensure that whatever goals and dreams that I want, that I have for myself, they're being taken care of and every box is being checked off to say, yes, I got closer to my goal than yesterday. So bro, that had to be said 
I knew I was going to pour my heart out, bro. I want to definitely, I still have to hear from you, bro. I know you've got more to say on this, but bro, that's living in regret for me. Man, thank you for sharing. Um, I've been waiting for this day for it to get really vulnerable and hard for you. The time was going to come where a really, really hard conversation was going to be had or not even a conversation because yes, we're having a conversation, the two of us, but a message that needed to be shared. And um, yeah, you said to bring out the tissues and fuck, I hope uh, everyone kind of got that because I felt it. I, I felt the the realness, the rawness of it. Um, and we always said when we started this thing that, um, you know, we're just going to hit record um, and whatever comes up is whatever's going to come up. Um, and if it's going to hurt, we're not going to stop. There's no editing here. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I thank you for, for sharing that. Um, and I know that anyone listening will get some value. Um, and kind of want to touch on a couple of things. It's like, you know, why the fuck do we keep on money? And I'll do the swearing because I know you are holding back. So I'll do the swearing. <laughs> so why the fuck do we have to always wait until time is tough or until we're hurting before we start to realize like, oh shit, we can't go down this path anymore. We need to change what we're doing. But we do it all the fucking time. Um, you know, we get to a point where finances are fucking struggling before we start to, you know, we start that new venture that we said 12 months ago that we're going to do, you know, before we get to that desperation mindset, before we go to the doctor and the doctor says, you've got to fucking lose 20 pounds. Otherwise, bro, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in a whole lot of hurt before we start looking after ourselves and going to the gym, you know, before we, um, we get, well, before we fall over, if you're an old person and you'll fall over and you'll break a bone because you've got no muscle. You know, before you get to a point, what, why do we always wait until something happens before we realize that shit, I've got to turn my life around. Fuck something like, why do we have to wait till death before we start to realize, fuck, what am I doing? Bro, can I add, can I add something on that real quick, Aaron? I just thought yeah, of this. Man. Why do we wait for our hair to fall out before <laughs> we start using quality products? Why do we wait for, you know, these issues to come up? And and I bring this up, bro, because you and I are in the beauty business. Mm -hmm. So when people see us coming, they think we want to sail. What they don't realize about people like you and I is that we care. We truly do care. And I would love it if you didn't show up at, at a, you know, events or my house or whatever it is and go, Hey bro, I'm balding on the top of my head. What do you have? Well, man, if you would have listened to me six months ago or eight months ago or a year ago, mm. we could mm. have stopped this. Why does it have to be a fire that you are trying to put out Aaron? Same thing, man. Yeah. I want you to talk about this, Aaron. You're a trainer, dude. Why do people wait? Like you say, until they have to lose 20 pounds or, or they might develop cancer or whatever. Right. And, and then they're in such desperation mode that you're like, man, your body's already talking to you. We could have solved this before your body started talking to you. Why do you wait until you have aches and pains before you start stretching? So I want to hear from you on that, bro. What, what is your approach? I mean, how do you talk to people from a place of love that not necessarily have waited, but what would you give to the people right now uh, about that? 
you know, that's an interesting one. Um, and why people wait so much with a lot of things is because it hurts. It's pain. Wow. Like, we humans don't like pain, physical, emotional, spiritual. We fucking hate pain. That's why we don't confront it. Um, so when, when someone does come to me, um, and they all of a sudden start applying action to, 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 you know, some news that they've received, I'll just give them a pat on the back and go, right, let's fucking go. Wow. You know, that, that's probably the biggest step in courage that they can have is actually now to start taking action. But then I've got to let them know, I've got to give them the reality, um, chat and I've got to, I've got to, you know, um, be real with them. It's like, this is not going to be easy. This is going to be fucking hard. You know, this could take a couple of months. This could take a couple of years. This is not an overnight fix. And the world that we live in is we live in such an instant gratification world. Oh, we want things yesterday. We don't want to put the effort in. We want to hack in life. We want to hack in anything that we're doing. And until we start to realize that any change that you make, any Thing that you are any new ritual habit that you apply to your life is going to fucking suck. Yeah. You know, I'm going to bring a reference down to 75 hard and if we sell this program, and if you haven't heard of 75 hard, I, I suggest you do yourself a favor, go on to Andy Frisella's podcast, podcast number 208 and have a listen. And it's not a, it's not a challenge. It's not a fucking fitness challenge. This is a program. It's a 75 day program that is not for the faint hearted. This will challenge you on every fucking level. Um, I've done 75 hard and I'm in my second um, stage of phase one. So I got to about seven days and I fucked up and I had to restart. So when I look at when I started the 75 hard through to and you probably know by my voice that you know I'm a little bit blocked in the nose but i'm still fucking going i'm still fucking showing up um so i've done this and i've kind of calculate the days this is probably about four months straight and i'll talk you through what i'm doing every day and, and and you know for the average person out there listening to it they'll be going holy fuck aaron you're a machine no i'm not a machine it's like i'm trying to be better i'm trying to be better every day and in order for me to be better i've got to do better and that's why I need to challenge myself on a level where not everyone can do this. And I fucking love being that um, minority because we listen too much to the fucking whiners. We listen too much to the naysayers. We listen too much to the negativity. We're controlled so much in regards to what we should do, shouldn't do. We've been... Um, We've been believed that, you know, to live an average life is the best that you'll ever get. And the reason why I do the 75 hard now, it's two workouts a day, one indoor, one outdoor. We've had storms here in the Gold Coast of late and I'm still getting out there doing my walks. Um, I'm wow. still getting my outdoor workout in and it's fucking pissing down with rain. It's like, get it fucking done. Um, you know, you're drinking your four liters of water, which is uh, your two gallons, two gallons. Yeah, I think it's gallon, gallon of water. Um, it's also making sure that you're on a, uh, an eating plan. You're on a diet, like you're not eating shit. So there's no junk food. There's no alcohol. 
Um, I'm having five minute cold showers every single day. I'm reading 10 pages of a personal development book. Um, and one book I'd recommend um, for anyone to pick up is Ant Middleton's book, Positivity. Um, he's an SAS soldier, an ex-SAS soldier, um, and he's a host of um, the uh, um, SAS, um, Who Dares Wins, I think it is. Um, so he's a host of that. Um goes into the whole how you're feeding your body with um and your mind and your body are you feeding it with negativity or positivity <clears throat> so it's a really good recommend a uh, good book i'd recommend the other book i'd recommend is uh the book of mental toughness by andy frisella and that's got the 75 hard program in there as well um not only on top of you know my my showers my my reading the 10 pages every single day i've got to write down eight things which is kind of like i call them a hit list what are the eight things I have to check off every single day? Um, and it can be anything from a, um, a mental or a spiritual or emotional uh, checklist. Um, but I also have four things in there from a business perspective, what has to happen on a business level in order for my business to move forward. So that keeps me clear and it keeps me uh, precise on what I need to do from a business perspective. Um, that's the 75 hard in the phase one program for me. And there's two more phases and this is a 12 month live hard program. The reason why I bring it up is that there are a lot of people that go, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I go, why the fuck not? Why can't you do that? The only reason why you can't do that is because of the mindset that you're in right now. Your mind's telling you that you can't do it because that's the mindset that you are listening to. There's nothing to say you can't do it. So when it comes to the, the conversation that we're having about the, are we living in regret is that you could wish upon looking a certain way, having a certain amount of money in your bank account, um, being a certain type of leader, being a certain type of fucking father, being a certain type of fucking husband, or you can keep on the same path that you're going. Do you get to a point where your marriage is on the rocks, your kids aren't going to fucking talk to you, you're broke, you're unhealthy, you're fat, you're going to head to the hospital and the doctor's saying, fucking do something about your health or you're going to die. Is that when you have to all of a sudden decide that shit, I've got to now look, look after what I've got to do? Like at what point does it need to get to before you start to realize, fuck. I... Yeah, it's just so, it's just so much to say about this. And I'm really passionate about moving forward and being better because I've hit rock bottom. Like I've been in a point where I've nearly been living in my car. I've been to a point where I've had literally a couple of bucks in my bank account. I've been to the point where I've been sore, I've been fat, and I've looked at myself in the mirror and I've been disgusted. I've been there. Uh, and I want to throw something out to anyone listening to this is that, and if you're a male or even if you're a female as well, are you ashamed to take your, to wear a bikini or are you ashamed guys? Are you ashamed to uh, take your shirt off or your top off when you go to the beach? If you are, what the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck are you doing that to yourself? And why the fuck are you belittling yourself and accepting that you look shit, you feel shit, 
and you don't want to put yourself out there because you're all of the above. At what point yeah. do you need to wake the fuck up and to start living the life that you know you deserve? Because and Andy Frisella said this before, and I'm going to repeat it. The life you have now is the life you fucking deserve. And if you don't oh. like it, at what, what are you going to do to change? And when are you going to fucking decide now is the time to do what needs to be done and stop making fucking excuses? Wow, man. Yeah, Aaron, you know, it, it's, I, you know what, bro? I think this topic, man, you know, you, you and I, we, we can have a whole, man, series on this. But I, I will let you know, man, the reason why I think I get so emotional with this is just because of the fact that, you know, I really do serve with all my heart and soul and it just really breaks my heart to see people just living average and what i mean by average dude is i just mean not showing up for yourself every day yeah i don't mean you got to have a million dollar body and a million dollars in the bank account and a million dollar this and a million dollar that it's not about that right but you know what do you show up every day and do you do what needed to be done such as work on your body such as work on your bank account such as work on your marriage work on your relationship with your kids, work on making sure that you're nurturing those relationships with your friends, right? I saw this quote, Aaron, the other day that said, how did it go? It, it was essentially stop living in a place of when you meet people or when you're talking to people, wondering why they're not showing up for you and start meeting them from a place of, are you showing up for them? Mm. Right? Because we all do that. Aaron. we always go, mm. Mm. I've been reaching out to them for months and they don't ever respond to me and they never this. And so they're not showing up for me. So I'm not going to show up for them. Ultimately, what you're doing is you're just, you're defeating the purpose of, of why you're showing up for somebody in the first place. Bro, you realize that people need that light in their life. They need to hear from people like you and I to let them know, hey, you know what? I got your back. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm silently watching you. I'm clapping for you. I notice your wins. You're doing great. Some people need that, bro. It's not, I don't think that's external validation. I think what that is is just letting you know that you have people in your corner. That's all it is. And, and the truth is, bro, is we take the fucking... If we take all the attention off of us, you know what's crazy? Most of the crap that we think about isn't even true. Most yeah. of the time we're like, oh, that person thinks of me, of this, that, and the other. And then you're like, they're like, no, I never said that. Did you hear me say that? Yeah. No, well, it was just what I was thinking. Well, then that, that's where your problem was. Stop being so sure that people are out to get you and just start serving from a place of love. And I promise you this, the right people will be attracted to you. And I don't mean physically. I don't mean sexually. I don't mean any of that. I mean, they'll be attracted to you in the sense that you'll meet those like-minded people that want to be around you and do the same things that you do. And guess what? Everybody levels up together. Perfect. You know, and that's, that's the, the one thing that we all deserve. And the one thing the world deserves is for everyone to pursue um, personal excellence, be the best version that they possibly can um, and come from a place of love uh, and, and be of service. 
And if everyone started to like step into that role and to step into that version of who they, you know, are destined to be, because I, I kind of go back to like when we were born, we were born as a king and the queen. Um, you know, you had someone serve on you. You you were literally the um, the flavor of the moment. Like when you were newborn, you are pampered over and you are you're special. And I remember that time with um, with my boy. But at, at what point? And and we lose that as we grow up, because then we start to pay too much attention to the fucking noise and the bullshit around us. So all all I ask is. And and we've said it many times on the podcast, um, just start coming back to you. Like start pointing yes. the finger back at you all the time instead of always pointing it out. Stop blaming other people. Start looking at yourself. Start tuning into you. Start listening to you. Start really coming from a heart place. Uh, men find it very hard to open up the heart because of society's expectations. So what I want men to start doing is I want you to start, and I'm, this is not about being vulnerable. This is not about sharing your fucking your, your stories all the time. This is not about, you know, playing that victim mentality. It's like to just start coming from an honest place. And when you, and I've said it before, stop fucking lying. When you start being honest with yourself, then all of a sudden you can project that new version of you out there to the world. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, people are going to see your fucking change. You're different. Good. I'm glad you've noticed I've changed because that's exactly what I'm intend. That's my intention. My intention is to is to fucking change. Um, whereas so many people will see the external thing. I mean, with the seventy five hard, I'm probably in the uh, physically feeling as good as I had, even though I've got a little bit of a cold. You know, still went to the gym. Did a fucking chest workout the other day. I've got a PB out and I'm still on the leg press, pressing out 450 kilo on a leg press. Because I know that if I'm going to use the excuse of me having a little bit of a cold and, you know, um, just taking it easy, it's okay. You're just getting it done. At least you got the workout done. I fucking know that I'm going to look back on that workout and I'm going, fuck it. You know you can do better than that. Why the fuck didn't you push 400 kilo on the leg press when you know you can? Just take a little bit longer of a break. And this is exactly <laughs> what I fucking did. It's like, you know, because a message I've put out there, and we do this too fucking much, is stop listening to your mind because mm -hmm. the body will follow what the mind says when you're training or if you're doing something on a physical perspective, start listening to your body. Let the body dictate when it's had enough. Stop listening to your mind. Um, but in a lot of other things, you want to actually start tuning into your heart. Stop listening to the head because that's sometimes where the ego is. And that's sometimes the story that will talk you out of that new change and that new challenge. So start tuning into your heart more. Start listening to your body more when it comes to how much um, your body has in it to show you what it's truly capable of. So my message for today, I'm going to close a little bit here because I know we could, we could just sit here for fucking hours having this conversation, but this is going to bring flow into the next episode. So guys, um, tune into the next couple of episodes because I think we've got some really hot topics coming. When it comes to regret, I want you to ask yourself the question, not what needs to change in your life, 
but what has to change in your life? Because if you're going to ask yourself the question, what needs to change, nothing will happen and you'll get to a point where all of a sudden the regret will start creeping in. Ask yourself today, what needs to change? What has to change today in order for you to prevent that thing that you know is coming? You already know. Oh. You already fucking know. And stop trying to convince yourself otherwise. So what do you, what has to happen today? What actions have to take place today in order for you to know that when someone's reading out your, an, an eulogy, anology? Eulogy. 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 When eulogy. someone's reading out your eulogy, <laughs> When someone's there having a conversation they, and, you know, they, they, it's all about, I remember Aaron as, or I remember John as, what do you want them to say? Yes. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I like that. I don't have much more to add to that other than I will say, just live your best damn life today. You know, if someone's going to give you that 24 hours and again, not getting morbid and saying, you know, this, that, and the other about it, but just saying this, you want to just make it simple. Like Aaron said, take a look at what you, you must do right now. And the other thing is be very present in the moment. And also instead of saying in three months, I will in six months, I will do it now, do it right this very moment. Get that done. Get that thing done. You'll be much happier when you do, when you step into that role of your, of your life. So that's, that's where I'll stop. Aaron, bro, this one was needed hundred percent. And I, like you said, I don't think we're done by any means. Yeah. This, this is uh like, I hope it touches some people. I truly do. Um, I hope it wakes up the senses in you to actually start taking some action uh, because Fuck mediocrity, fuck being average. Every single one of you deserves to be great and have a great life. So thank you, brother. Love you. And uh, guys, I love all every single one of you for tuning in. And uh, thanks again for all your amazing support. Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon podcast. And uh, we've got a couple more coming up. I think there's a few more platforms we're going to be jumping on. So uh, appreciate all your support, guys. Appreciate you, bro. I've always wanted to say this. Cheers, mate. <laughs> it's fucking weird that an American is saying that. I, you know, I'm, I'll probably come up with the American accent now. It's going <laughs> to thank you, Sword. Love so, you, brother. Appreciate love you, you man. Take care.